Welcome to episode 8 of the J&J Sportscast with me, your host, James. And your co-host, Joseph. First topic, as usual, on our agenda is the NFL scheduling scores from the current week we're on, currently on week 12. Let's start it off with our two teams. Joseph, how'd your rankings do? Pretty good. We beat the we beat the Packers 24-17. Our, our defense actually played decent. I mean, the Packers are a good offensive team. So we we feel pretty decent. Yeah, for the rumored best defense in the league, you were acting like it, I guess. Yep. In your in your and why is it guys. rumored? It's complete fact. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, yeah, Kirk Cousins did a great day with three hundred forty-two yards, three TDs, and no interceptions. Packers defense is kind of bad. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had a awful game: one hundred ninety-eight yards, one touchdown, and. So, rushing, uh, Aaron Jones had a decent game. He had 72 yards, one touchdown. I kind of saved his fantasy day. Unanimous St. Brown, I think I know who he is. And their passing game was was good. Touchdowns really saved their butts. Um, otherwise, all their receivers, everybody on their team would have had a horrible fantasy day if it weren't for the couple touchdowns that they got. And then my team, my Broncos, we beat the Steelers. Woohoo! Beating seven and beating at seven and previously seven and two teams a very big accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, especially for a five and six team. Hey, we're about to get to five hundred. We, yeah. we might trade Case Keenum. He's not really doing what he's supposed to do. Should have gotten Kirk Cousins out of that deal. Come on, Broncos. You actually think Kirk Cousins would have gone to a non-contender? What? You actually think Kirk Cousins would have gone to a non-contender? No, I think Kirk Cousins would have done better than Case Keenum. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can get. What do you mean? We could just Kirk Cousins. Maybe we could have traded for him, but if we split, I'm saying if you if you flip the situation around and we got Cousins out of that deal, and the Vikings swap, if we got Cousins out of that deal, we'd be a much better team than we are right now. Yeah, but since you weren't a contender, you wouldn't have been able to get it. Oh yeah, I wish you were a contender. Bad Broncos. Roethlisberger had a great yardage day. He had 462 yards, but only one touchdown and two picks. Which kind of ruined his great day. Yeah, really ruined it. Kind of like Fitzpatrick a couple weeks ago, where he had like 400 plus yards and no touchdowns, like three picks and two fumbles. Starting to look like Fitz there, Ben. I say be careful. James Conner with a kind of an awful day <laughs> 53 yards and on 13 carries. Smith Schuster, Julius Smith Schuster, though, definitely outplayed Antonio Brown 189 yards. That's pretty good. Yeah, one touchdown on 13 receptions. Definitely outplayed Antonio Brown. And then Ryan Switzer, I think he was the big surprise in this game. He caught a majority of Ben's passes, 67 yards on six receptions. He kind of gave them a little spark of hope when they were just getting steamrolled over. As usual, Ben sharing the ball around. Threw a pass to Smith-Schuster, Brown, Switzer, Connor, Jesse James, Vance McDonald, Xavier Grimble. Never heard of him before. Jalen Samuels, Andrew Villan- Oh, and also, this embarrassed me. You know, the Broncos Nation. He threw a touchdown to their offensive lineman in the end zone. I'm very sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, com- we got completely fooled. Threw it to their offensive lineman in the, in the end zone. It was wide open. <sighs> That's probably the worst... Probably the worst defensive error the Broncos had in that game. So there's not not 
much to report from the Chiefs and the Rams because both of them were on bye. So we'll see them in action again next week with the Chiefs taking on the Raiders and the Rams taking on the Lions. And we, what do you think? Do you think these are going to be both pretty easy? Oh ones? yeah, totally. Yeah, were, I mean, both of them Raiders are, are very bad. Lions are very bad. Why even play the game? Yeah, they might even just take out their stars like halftime, but it's just an absolute blowout. Or take out some of their starters. So that takes us to our who's better. And don't blame me, guys, for this, guys. Uh, I'm I'm a Brady hater. But he's not a Brady hater, so he'll give you his fair and honest opinion. I'll give you my biased opinion. But I am kind of a Rodgers hater, so considering yeah. I'm a Vikings fan. I think, I think we should get a third party in here, so everything would be good. But we're, we're going to give you both yes. of our biased opinions. Also, I apologize for my voice. It is very scratchy. I'm kind of sick. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Um, So, let's, so for sake of... Fair comparisons. We're gonna we're gonna do it when Roger. We're gonna share you Brady stats when he started fifteen games. Rogers when he started sixteen for the first time. So we're gonna show you the first yeah the first opportunity that each quarterback had to play a full season. So let's start it off. So just out of gut reaction, who you think is better, Brady or Rogers? Brady because he's won more. Just but like without looking at the stats, definitely Brady, just because he's won more. But like, oh, let's let's just take a winning for a second. Let me just say, like individually, who is better? I don't know, cause, mm, yeah, I don't know. Probably Brady, but yeah, Brady's definitely had the better luck with the coach. Yeah. No offense to my McCarthy or anything, but I think Belichick and Brady just clicked like no other coach and player I've ever had in this. In the modern area, in modern era, I have no idea whether somebody really clicked back in the 70s or something. So, okay, let's get right into the stats. So, Brady, having started 15 games, had 413 completions on 260 attempts, which puts him around roughly 500 completion, uh, no, 63.9 completion percent. His yards were 2,843, which that's a lot of yards. But... Average play, 6.9. Yards a game, 189. And 18 touchdowns. Interceptions, 12 interceptions. And rating was 86.5. So those stats are pretty good for, I think, your second year for anybody. Unless you're Mahomes. So now we're going to move on to Rodgers' fourth-year stats. He started 16 games, so he's a slight edge there. So he completed a lot less than Brady did, but he took, um, it, it actually, oh, no, he didn't. He completed more than Brady, but he also took more attempts, which I think that just comes with playing a bit longer. Their percents were almost identical. 63.6 for Rodgers, 63.9 for Brady. So they're both very completing quarterbacks, but the yards here is the biggest difference. 4,000 yards for Rodgers and 2,846 yards for Brady. Yeah, but that's a big difference. The touchdown touchdowns were twenty. Uh, no, this the site that I got this information from was kind of wonky, so we're kind of having trouble reading this. But he had fifty six touchdowns compared to Brady's eighteen. Wait, are you sure that that's not right? 
Anna me... Hmm. Ha ha. Hmm. Oops. <laughs> um, well, the, the big difference was the yardage. A lot more yards, a lot more yards a game. So, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna say, but... I'm just gonna say, but... Because I'm a Brady hater, but I'm... Stat-wise, Rodgers was the better quarterback. Would you agree? Mm, I can't read the stats, so I can't agree. Can't <laughs> well, just yardage-wise. Like, he, he I don't almost... even know which one's the yardage. Your stats are kind of... Yardage right here. 4,000 yards for Brady. 2,843 yards for... Uh, no, Rodgers had 4,000. 4, Brady had 2,800. Yeah, the, the yards are better, but where are the TDs? Yeah, TDs are... And the quarterback rating... Oh yeah, the rating is right here, ninety three point eight, and then versus eighty six point five. So Rodgers was the better quarterback. But keep in mind that Rodgers is this is his fourth year, Brady is in this is second year. That's uh, different. I know, but this is the only year I could find where they both started the full season, except afterwards, like when they're both good. We, we could compare stats from this year, but Rodgers yeah, had the. Uh, but Rodgers is six years younger. Is he? Uh, no, Rodgers is thirty four. Brady's. 41. So, yeah, Rodgers has the five, has a five, he's five years younger, so he's, he has the age advantage there, but I don't know if the games really change, like if quarterbacks are more favored now than they were later, yeah, he's 34, Brady's 41, so he has, actually, there's a seven year difference. Six, no, yeah, seven years. So, yeah, uh, Rodgers is seven years younger than Brady, so that's why I have to compare him now, because Brady's just getting old, and his Patriots are kind of struggling. I guess, I guess same for the Packers. But Rodgers is definitely looked like the better quarterback, and I think he is just the better quarterback, and I think a couple of the guys at ESPN do agree with me. What about winning, though? Brady is so much more championship. But, what, what, but we're not counting teams right now. If they had switched teams, Rodgers would have probably won just many Super Bowls, if not more. Maybe. But we can't really fancy that. But just just for pure rating in their first couple in their if first I season, the started, stats, I might agree with you, but I can't. Well, I already gave you the rating and the yards. They're for their, Rogers, like in the very early in their careers. You're not taking the full career. But if I took the full career, Brady would have a lot more because you'd have to factor in playoffs. And very if, true. if he was on a different team, the playoffs wouldn't be a factor. Because in the Packers, they make it to the playoffs a lot less. But here, Brady is in his second year. Tom or Rogers is in his fourth year. It's different. Rogers only had a. Four. We gotta. We either if we compare one career, we don't actually know who's better, or one season, we don't actually know who's better because of we can't. We gotta look at the full career. But it's, yeah, if it looked the full career, Brady would have more because he, he's, he's had a longer career. He had exactly, seven years more, which means we have no idea who's better. But we're comparing their first season. This is this is the, this is the fairest that we can get right now. Even their first, their their first full season, and Rodgers is a better quarterback in his first full starting. There are only two games. But of who experience. has developed better? See, you could you could say they got Patrick. Brady is developed. Rodgers has more time to develop. He, if he if he had a, if he had a okay, so then we can look at this in six years and say who's the better quarterback. I'm not sure if we'll be doing this in six years. Exactly. Brady, Brady, Brady will be like doing like commercials by then. <laughs> Commercials like yeah, we've been doing Peyton Manning commercials. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Joseph, undecided. Yeah. 
me, I'm saying Rodgers better just from the quarterback rating in their first full starting year. Maybe we'll bring this to you guys in six years if you're still doing this. <laughs> I'll be in college by then, so probably not. We'll see you guys in the next topic. Hey guys, so I have a business called JP Services, and it, it does, um, I do snow shoveling, leaf raking, and I deliver some minerals. So if you want, if you want any of those things, go to my website at jpsherv.weebly.com. All my contact information's up there so you can contact me. Back to the podcast. Welcome to our next topic, the college football rankings in the Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio State game. So, atop the college football rankings is number one, Alabama, number two, Clemson, number three, Notre Dame, number four, Georgia, number five, Oklahoma, who moved up in the top five because Michigan lost to Ohio State. We'll get to that later. Six, Ohio State, seven, Michigan, eight, UCF, woohoo, I love UCF, nine, Florida, LSU, Washington, Penn State, Washington State, Texas, Kentucky, West Virginia, Utah, uh, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Syracuse, Northwestern, Boise State, Iowa State, and Missouri and Fresno State. Who do you think is going to win the College Football Championship? Isn't it obvious it's Alabama? Bama, Bama, Clemson, and Georgia are all legit threats. I don't know about Notre Dame, though. I know know they're undefeated, but... (sighs) They beat Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's number seven though, so I wouldn't I wouldn't credit that. For, I don't look at them for that. These teams are all these teams are all super teams and definitely poised to make a run at this. Two attack of has been amazing. He's he was in the the SI article that I read a couple days ago about the future of football. He was one of the was one of the dudes that they talked about in there. And then um, Kyler Murray also a Heisman candidate. And then don't forget about Dwayne Haskins. He's my he's, I think he's my favorite to win the Heisman. Just because he's been throwing so many passes, throwing touchdown passes. Moving on to... What about Trevor Lawrence of Clemson, though? How has he been? I haven't been paying attention to Clemson. Trevor Lawrence is actually really good. He beat out last year's starter for the top spot. Who was it last year? I don't, I forgot his I name. don't remember his name, but he was supposed to be the successor to Deshaun Watson or something, but he wasn't actually wasn't that good. Everybody forgot his name. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has been much, much better this year. Um, they are undefeated, and I would. He is my favorite for the Heisman. Yeah, I don't know how you didn't know Dwayne Haskins though, man. This dude threw six touchdown passes for three hundred and ninety-six yards, no picks in their game over the Michigan Wolverines. Okay, that brings us to the game. So this game was long awaited. This is one of the fiercest rivalry in sports, if not the fiercest rivalry in sports, which has been called mm-hmm. by the numerous commercials that I saw. So Shea Patterson. Kind of an Aaron Rodgers game here. Not a lot of yards. I pick and a couple touchdowns. And then their Ohio State's or Michigan's offense wasn't exactly booming in this game. Not there was only two rushing touchdowns, and those are by Ben Mason and Joe Milton, guys that I've never heard of before. Joe Milton's actually a good running back. Oh, you only need one carry then. Wait, I don't Joe know. Joe Milton got one carry. Maybe 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 thinking of Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's who. It Joe Mixon, is. yeah, Joe Mixon went pro. He's amazing. So then this was a really lopsided game. It was sixty-two to thirty-nine. 
Ohio State over him. Ohio State improves to 11-1, and one, definitely up there in the super teams category. Kind of reminiscent of back when Zeke was there, only Dwayne Haskins is kind of their Zeke. Speaking of the man, as I said, he had 396 yards for six touchdowns, which is that's a crazy, crazy stat line. Rushing game was was it was good. 96 yards, one touchdown for Mike Weber. J.K. Dobbins, 46 yards, no touchdowns. And Haskins and Tate Martell, I think he's their punter or something. Then Paris Campbell with 192 yards, two touchdowns. So. Have you noticed there's, there's been, like, 292-yard receiving games in the NFL and the college this week? Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess that's interesting. Yeah. And then K.J. Hill, he for 51 yards, one touchdown. Chris Olive, Olave, Olave, something, with 48 yards, two touchdowns. Johnny Dixon, there's a lot of Mixons and Dixons in here. And one touchdown for 31 yards. This game was kind of a downer, I'd say, from the rival. There weren't any fights, which that always adds to the entertainment value. But Ohio State has proved really dominant in this game. It has. I I wouldn't have predicted this. I would have thought that Michigan would have won. But Ohio State, best of them. Kudos to you, Dwayne Hazikins in Ohio State. See you in the next topic, boys. Welcome to our next topic, Fortnite. So... We have some fairly exciting ads. We have the legendary and epic version of the pump shotgun. It's definitely a longer range version of the pump shotgun, which or longer range of the typical shotgun. It's a lot has a lot longer range than a heavier double barrel. So it's it's if you want a mid range big damage dealing shotgun, I think this is probably the best shotgun out there right now. It it is a I think it has a bit bit bigger blast range than the shot range than the. Uh, heavy, so it, it's easy to hit your targets, and you do a lot more damage if you hit them right in the head too. And also, this is probably my favorite patch to Fortnite besides the monitor. addition of the new explosive dynamite. This is probably the best explosive in the game right now, just for sheer blast radius and damage done. It doesn't do it. It doesn't do a massive amount of damage. It'll kill you if it hits you, but it's not like a nade or a C4. Speaking of C4, it's been removed from the game, just so you guys know. It has a massive blast rate. It's really easy for taking an enemy force. We just toss it in the middle of like a port fortress. Boom. It's gone. Or anything, any big build. You just toss it in there and boom, it does a lot of damage, knocking out any any and all builds in the vicinity. So it's also very useful in the new LTM food fight where you just run in there and try and deal the damage to your opponent's mascot and build a fort on your own. It's very useful for just tossing it in there and just blowing up the rest of your opponent's builds and then just getting in there and machine gunning the rest of them. Joseph, what do you think has been the most exciting patch to Fortnite? Balloons, mounted turret, pump shotgun, or dynamite? Definitely mounted turret. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if mounted turret's been patched to make it heat up faster, but it seems like it's heating up faster to me, but I definitely agree mounted turret's been been very fun and i think the one thing that i wish they would re-add to fortnite is the bounce pad the launch pad the bounce pad oh yeah i remember the that. one that makes like zero g for a little bit the launch especially since the removal of the um of the redeploy i figured they would add um i figured they would add the bounce pad back in now that the redeploy has been taken off so you can't build the stairway to head anymore and just jump off if you do like a lot of people these days they just fall to your death 
if you want a lot of loot, I'll go, I'll go hide and door stairway to heaven. Eventually, somebody's going to take off and die. Also, a gliding patch has been added, I believe. Gliding is a lot slower now than it was, which infuriated me for the first couple minutes when I thought something was wrong with the controller. But if you do, if you play in an LTM, like Food Fight for Say, if you jump, jump off a ramp, you're going to glide a lot slower. But you still glide normal speed off a rift to go. I haven't tried a launch pad yet, but I think you glide normal speed off a launch pad or a rift to go or just jumping off a battle bus. You glide regular speed there, but for if you're just going off a stairway to heaven, you'd go a lot slower. Well, that's really frustrating. And also, the new season in Fortnite drops in a week from today. That's definitely exciting. Yes, the Christmas season is upon us. <laughs> Pun intended. Yes. Also, the cosmetic gifting, just in time, has been added. So you can now buy an item as a gift. But the problem with that, what I wish I'd do is, I wish you could gift a cosmetic that you already own. You cannot do that, sadly. You can't gift a cosmetic in your locker to somebody... You know, you have to buy the item, then gift it to them. Which requires you to spend some of your precious V-Bucks, then give it to somebody else. But if you want a very, very small Christmas, do you have to do that? <laughs> yeah. Christmas gift to your friend. Like, maybe I'll gift this guy a skin of some kind. Okay, that concludes our Fortnite topic. See you in the next topic. Welcome to our next topic. Fantasy ads. My fantasy ad is definitely going to be Baker Mayfield. I'd say you could probably trust him as a starter if you start somebody like Josh McCown or Sam Darnold or somebody. He's definitely proven the best out of the rookie class. I'd say my my wide receiver ad. Uh, um, speaking of receiver ads, uh, I'm sorry about this, guys, but the day after that, I suggested that you get Marquise Goodwin. He like blew out his knee. So I ended up starting somebody who was out. Sorry, guys, for that. So I'd say don't add him unless you want to put all out guys in your roster. But I actually, no, he's he's back now this week. He's questionable this week. Give him a look if you want. And Jay Corman, like, busted his lung and his rib. So he's no longer an ad. But I'd say my tight end ad, my other ad this week, would for sure be um uh, Matt Lacoste. It was a big factor in the Broncos passing game. He caught two touchdowns and no, I think one touchdown, and it was it was a fairly long one too. So I see he's he's my tight end ad. Joseph, who's your ad? I've been slacking off, so I don't really have one. I'll just do my last week's Lamar Jackson and Jordan Reed. Give him a look. Yeah, Lamar Jackson had I think he had twenty four points in his first starting game, but he he's gonna have to battle against Joe Flacco now. He's back from hip injury, so if he stays in, I think he's. Trust him as a rookie starter. That concludes our topic and I believe our episode for today. We will see you guys in the next episode where we will have this for you next Wednesday. See you guys on Wednesday.